0: If you see my spatula and my apron sitting on your front steps, just know I'm upstairs going
1: hard. Bing bong.
2: On today's My Dad's A Chef, episode 19. We bring back the segment, Tales from the Grill. It's back. We're going to talk about a bad story that my dad had told me earlier today, actually. We're going to go over Chili Mac. I have a problem with Chili Mac. We're going to go into why I have a problem with Chili Mac. Billy loves Chili Mac, so we're going to go into that. Our food fact of the week presented by tasteofhome.com. And as always, stirring the pot. And remember, the ASMR of the month is the last week of the ASMR of the month. It's a chance to win a $10 gift card. If you guess the sound of Billy chopping up whatever it may be, $10 a month, our ASMR. Check it out. Send your guesses in. All right, let's get cooking. the grill bitch it's my dad's a chef presented by what do you mean productions and sponsored by
0: liam's lettuce always ahead of the game liam's lettuce
2: i'm your host kyle alongside bill our dads are chefs we know what we're talking about billy how you doing
0: i am doing great another lovely edition of my dad's a chef coming through your ear holes coming through your speakers in your car In your home, wherever you're hearing us or listening to us.
2: 19 episodes, we're almost at 20.
0: Yeah, you know what they say about 20?
2: What? Well, also, too, I was on our Instagram, and I noticed that we amassed 200 followers. Did Did we? Did you notice that?
0: No. I thought we were already over 200, to be honest. Now you got me looking. No, we're at 200, yeah. We're at 224. Yeah. I'm confused. I so I'm confused. Are you making note of that we've crossed the 200 threshold or did you think we were exactly at 200?
2: No, we're I'm acknowledging that we crossed the 200 threshold and I appreciate everybody that follows our podcast.
0: I also appreciate everybody that follows our podcast. I was getting to
2: and I think that it brought me to an idea where I think for every hundred followers, we should like, we should do something for the people, you know?
0: We should throw a party. How we do that? I don't know. Well, what are, you, what are your ideas then? Let's hear your ideas. My ideas,
2: I don't know. I was thinking like the other day I was going to the gym. And I'm like, what if I like eat, like, you know how on Rocky... When like he like cracks the eggs and puts it in the glass and he drinks it, sure. What if every hundred followers we get, I add an egg.
0: <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say that.
2: <laughs> I am willing to do that for the listeners.
0: What what would I do though? I feel like I gotta like rebuttal. If
2: you want to do something? I could. I mean, like if you want to do something too, I mean,
0: I feel like I got a rebuttal.
2: Hmm.
0: What's another food that's safe to eat raw? Well, I feel like eggs are even pushing it to eat raw, but.
2: I'm trying to think. There's got to be, like, some unique thing that you could...
0: Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll do a mukbang, right? You know what a mukbang Uh is? No. You You don't know what a mukbang is?
2: I may have heard of it. I don't know.
0: All right. So, for anybody who, like, follows food influencers on Instagram or social media in general, what a mukbang is is literally just somebody sitting in front of a camera... With really good lighting, eating a literal shit ton of food and just telling a story. Or most of the time, they're telling a story. Sometimes they just literally sit there and eat. Sometimes they'll talk. Sometimes they'll tell a story. Sometimes they'll do a voiceover, but it's called a mukbang.
2: Oh, I know what we should do instead of me doing the eggs, right? Because I remember you made me think of something that I brought up the other day um, the McDonald's and with Pat McAfee. You remember that? Mm hmm. I'll show you that. What if for every hundred followers we do a different food challenge? So I think for the 200 followers that we just got, I say we do this McDonald's challenge that he did. I'll have to look up to see what it actually was. But we do can do like different like food challenges, you know, for the sake of the hundred followers and for like you know the sake of content purposes too. I mean and the the listeners can decide.
0: And the listener, that's a, what a great idea. Right. And the listeners can decide. So you as the listener, what you should do is if you're not following us already, make sure you go on Instagram, my dad's a chef pod. What about our Twitter though?
2: That's true. What about Twitter?
0: What about our Twitter?
2: Let's see. As I pull it up right here.
0: Twitter, I think we're at like 50.
2: We are at. Fifty,
0: exactly. Woohoo, we hit fifty Twitter followers. So I feel here, like we're I'm... way we're way less active on Twitter than we are on Instagram though.
2: Yeah, we gotta <laughs> bump those numbers up.
0: Well, I'm not the one that's apparently a Twitter expert.
2: What do you mean? Productions. What do you mean productions?
1: Oh,
2: Ha, good one.
0: (laughs) I'm going to start saying that to everybody now.
2: So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Every hundred followers that we get, we're going to post a poll or like, yeah, we're going to post a poll or on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram or of some sort. And we're going to pick four different food challenges and it's up to you guys to pick one of them. whichever one that you pick is the one that Billy and I will both do.
0: So now here's the question. Yeah. Do we owe them two or do we start now?
2: I say we do we we own like an easy one, like an X amount of hot dogs and an X amount of minutes we could do that. I was gonna say, well, what if we, we just, what if we just what if we
0: just did the generic hot dog challenge? like you versus me? It's all on the line, no rule well, rules, some rules, no regulations, mono e mono, dog v dog, dogs be eating dogs.
2: And then we can have the listeners pick the next one that we do. Oh boy. It's going to be tough.
0: I like the sound of that.
2: Yeah. So let us know what you think, but also thank you guys for following us. We really appreciate it.
0: Hey, have you listened to our ASMR of the month yet? Have you joined the contest on our Instagram page? If you haven't, make sure you head over to at my dad's a check out the ASMR of the month post for the month you're listening at and see what you can win. Hey, thanks again, Bill. What a great guy you are. Always telling us about these contests we have going on. Always giving the people information, giving them hints. I'm glad
2: you said it right this time. I'm glad you didn't slip up.
0: Yeah, you know, no slip ups. I'm a professional.
2: So speaking of Professional, you might be unprofessional at this. Tell me about this chili mac that you made, and I'm gonna tell you why it's wrong.
0: Okay. Uh first I'm gonna give the hint for the ASMR of the month. It is the last hint of the month of January. Remember, the winner of the month of January will be getting a $10 gift card to the restaurant of their choosing, and still nobody has the correct answer.
2: And I noticed too that people are guessing types of veggies that we named on the pod already, like celery.
0: Yeah, yeah. if you are an active podcast listener and if you are somebody who has guessed on this already and you're guessing other people's guesses, bro, what the fuck?
2: Like, are you even listening?
0: Are you even a true fan? Seriously. When we have merch, are you going to get free merch?
2: Did Billy just like low-key drop something right there? He may have.
0: I don't know. Don't read into it. We'll see. We'll see. The hint this week for the final... Of the ASMR of the month for January. Whether you bake it, broil it, or boil it, it is delicious either way. So going back to chili mac because this is how you introduced us. I never made the chili mac. I want to. I want to establish this. I want to. I want to set the scene for everybody here. I am a chili god now. I am Holy the representative. God. I am the representative of both the country chili and the food chili at this point. They might as well name me king mayor nice. whatever whatever it is. King of chili. Billy the king of chili. Billy what? So I was on the phone with Kyle during the day and I was debating lunch and we had a lot of leftover chili because you make a lot of chili when you make chili. That's just how you do it. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't really know. Like I don't want to use a lot of chili. Like I'm not in the mood for a lot of chili." Maybe I'm just going to make some pasta and I'll just put the chili on top of the pasta. And Kyle got so, so offended by it. Like, like to the point where he was ready to like hang up the phone with me. He literally was like, take that back. Take back what you just said. And I'm sitting here thinking, what did I say? Like, what did I say that was so wrong?
2: You knew exactly what you said
0: the the worst the worst part was You're exactly what I was talking the about the worst part was I never ended up making the chili mac I ate the chili but not the mac and later Good. in that day I posted the honest cooking video of the chili and Kyle calls me he goes are you fucking kidding me what the fuck like did you that. just post I swear to fucking God if I, I say go it and like look that. at this post if I look at this fucking post and there is a fucking chili mac in this honest cooking, I am deleting it. And I all I say to him is, Well, did you watch The Reel? Okay, to be fair. To be fair. I watched
2: and I don't condone this. I was driving. Don't don't watch videos and drive, but I was doing that and I saw Honest Cooking. This is right after Billy was telling me what he was doing. And I'm like, this this fucking kid. And I did not, I may or may have not have reacted like that on the phone. I don't know if it was that aggressive, but I don't know. When I was living in Louisville and uh, where I worked, they had a chili cook-off and half of them was Mac, was chili mac, whatever you call it. And I thought it was gross because there's no point.
0: What do you mean there's no point? Like There's no point.
2: What's the purpose? No, seriously. What's the purpose of eating chili mac? What is the purpose of having macaroni with chili?
0: So, I'll rebuttal. I'll rebuttal with this. Do you like American Chop Suey?
2: Yes, I like American Chop Suey, but these are two totally different things. I think I'll say as the purposes are. I mean, like, American Chop Suey is just pasta with meat sauce. It's really how it is. Chili is a whole bunch of shit, and... You're adding macaroni tonight, so that I don't think you can categorize that as like an American chop suey. Like American chop suey is its own okay. thing. It's just pasta with meat sauce. Chili is a whole different ballgame.
0: Fair, but I still don't understand. Like, what is the problem with chili mac? Like, what about it? Like, texturally, conceptually, flavor profilely, is wrong to you? It just doesn't seem like a good combo to me. It doesn't seem like or it is not.
2: Like it's just personal opinion. It's just personal opinion. I don't think that chili mac is like uh, necessary
0: for lack of a better term. What do you eat your chili with? Like do you eat it with any extracurriculars?
1: Uh depending.
2: You know what's really good with chili? Like Italian bread. Italian. So- or French bread. French bread. French
0: bread. Eat it. French bread a french bread you would rather eat chili with a french no, I'm, bread I'm, I'm than fucking pasta Well, you dip
2: fr- you dip italian you dip french bread into chili apparently you do yeah you know what's good with chili cornbread okay well cornbread yes i completely agree with cornbread but what's the difference? what's wrong with cornbread what's wrong with french bread french bread white bread like cornbread you
0: know, is arguably a dessert would you eat french bread would you eat that with uh American Chop Suey? But I don't understand. Like, your whole point with pasta... No, I'm pasta... just off to the top of my head. Are you I'm listing just... stuff off or are you stating facts? I'm
2: listing stuff off.
0: I don't eat bread with my chili. No, I don't eat bread with my chili. I don't normally eat chili mac anyway. I just more am so curious on when I suggested that I had leftover chili and to make it stretch it, to stretch it a little bit longer, I said I was going to boil some pasta and just put it over pasta. I am just trying to understand where that is a problem because I do not see any problem at all with that. Well, that's you.
2: I gave my case. We were in Tennessee.
0: I don't think people there's told, a. I don't think he had
2: told a case. It was in Louisville. People like, oh, it's like a southern thing, and I'm like, okay, well, I went to a Tennessee Titans tailgate, and there was three different types of chili, and not one of those chilies had mac cheese, like macaroni in it. Just saying.
0: Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying like chili shouldn't have macaroni in it. I just want to know what the problem is because I don't think it's a problem. I just gave my problem with it. That's that's it. I I I can you say it again? Because I don't think I understand what you're trying to say. It's
2: just unnecessary. It's just dumb. It's just unnecessary. I don't think the tech. I don't think it's. Good together, I think it's.
0: It's just your your whole point. <laughs> it's just that it's dumb. Like there's there's no. I there's told no me to your the, sandwich
2: right con- now. The content the, the context the texture isn't what it like. It's just a bad mix to me. Just chili's a lot, and if you add macaroni into it, it's just a, it's just way more than you need.
0: Does that give that for you? I think that it's as heavy as a bolognese sauce is. No way. It is because no it's not. It's not doesn't have sauce it's not saucy like sauce has heaviness has density to it whether it's a cream sauce or a tomato based sauce you it has it density it to American to it. chop suey yeah but you compare an American chop suey chili's meat sauce now I feel like I'm just talking in a circle because like you're trying to use my own words against me when they just don't have any context at all to the they argument. do it it's true <laughs> what is true you know what? What is, moving on. what is true no moving no on. no you before have stopped have stopped you us like from lettuce. going into other segments are you guys you, tired of going yeah. to the market you before no a bad brand of lettuce
2: <laughs> well good thing in this pod today's sponsor is liam's lettuce liam's lettuce always ahead of the game liam's lettuce
0: I want to say my original one because Kyle Kyle banned me from saying my original one because apparently we are a family podcast around kid these show. parts. Kid show. I originally wanted to say Liam's lettuce. Who wants head? Liam's lettuce. Kid show. But apparently, it's apparently we're a kid show.
2: Our food fact of the week is brought to you by tasteofhome.com.
1: You ever feel like you want to taste a little of a home? You want a little you want to eat a little home? Go to tasteofhome.com. A lot of different home flavors. This week. Billy, did you know that wine can
2: be
0: used to fuel a car? No. Did you you didn't? No, not, not, my, uh, not my first uh, choice in knowledge. Book cool. <laughs> with your seatbelt. I'm going to blow your
2: mind right here, right? Wine can be used to fuel a car. TaserFoam.com. Don't try this one at home, folks. In an effort to find sustainable alternatives to traditional oil, Prince Charles had his vintage Aston Martin rigged to run on wine and claims that it runs better and more powerful While on the spirit. Plus, it smells better while it's driving too. So, gas prices are skyrocketing around the nation these days. So, I think I might try the wine method at some point.
0: Just the way you said that. The gas crisis. It's like you're a news reporter. Gas prices. (laughs) So, how about them gas prices? Let's do like a Jerry Seinfeld setup. <laughs> yeah, look at your gas prices. So I think the more important part of of the fact was that the Aston Martin got rigged to run on wine. So it's not that you can just take a bottle of wine, pour it into your gas tank, and it'll be fine. Also, it said that it was used as oil rather than gas, Alene. But don't they call it petrol? No, that's what they mean. isn't that in Australia they call it petrol.
2: I don't know. I don't think we, I don't even think we should try. This this is a food podcast. Let's stay in our lane here. No petrol. Right.
0: In True. Um,
2: <laughs> interesting though. It can't be too difficult though to rig it up. I mean, like let's be honest. Uh, then again, actually, it's Prince Charles, so he, he could probably you know have to do
0: whatever he wants. You're telling us to stay in our lane, and meanwhile, you're like, yeah, I think it'll be easy to rig a car to run off wine. How would you do it then?
1: I'll fucking know.
0: But I bet the smell is probably pretty good. I like that. That's right. included. So, are you a wine... Like, I have we talked about, like, are you a wine guy? I love wine. I just don't feel cultured with wine. No, we've definitely talked about my box wine experiences. Oh,
2: yeah. I forget, though. Are you a white or red wine guy?
0: Typically red. Nice. I feel like uh, the kinds of boxed wine that I have put into my system can easily fuel a car. I might as well have been a car while I was ingesting some of that boxed wine.
2: And that is our food fact of the week presented by You Ever wonder how your home tastes? Head over to taseofhome.com. A lot of flavors. And now, it's time for the return of a segment that we'd like to call Tales from the Grill," Where we tell stories about bad restaurant experiences our dad's had. This week, The Flaming Baker. So I got an interesting one for you this week, Bill. The Flaming Baker? Yeah, The Flaming Baker. So we're going to give him titles now. By the way, The Return of Tales from the Grill. We love to see it. For those of you that forgot what Tales of the Grill is all about, we basically just tell stories about, you know, our dads in the kitchen, whether they're good or bad. This week's a bad one. So the Flaming Baker, right? So this is where my dad was working at, Phillips Academy. One of the bakers was in the uh, bakery, obviously. That's where bakers are. And he was messing with the tech in this, like, new five-shelf deck oven that they got. Do you know what those are? I think I do. You know what I mean? When you lift it up and it's got the five rotating shelves and they're going around and around in the oven. Yeah, yeah. 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 You see him on cake bus. So he was messing with the tech in that he lifted up the door just like a little bit, not enough where, you know, he would, he needed to like clean it and like, you know, mess with it. So he was priming the oven so he could start baking. And with the door not being open enough, it shot out flames five to 10 feet out of the, uh, oven and it burnt the baker it burnt somebody else it burnt everything that was on the tape their working table that they were on it burnt some stuff that was off to the side it just like shot out flames and my dad just walks in and he looks around and goes what "Hell's going on in here and, the, and like the fire alarm went off and everything all that all that shit so
0: did, did nothing like catch on fire well, every little
2: stuff on the, like I said, stuff on the table, they were working on got burnt. The baker got burnt. His assistant, I'm assuming, got burnt. And then stuff off to the side, like they had some like, cookies off to the side or like some other stuff that they were like already baked or are about to bake. So some stuff got torched, but that but was not too happy about that. And it was all the baker's fault because he was messing around with the tech And he knew that he needed to at least open. I forget. I honestly couldn't even tell you what triggered it. It could be because the door was open, like, slightly. and not of air was going through the oven. I don't know. But hey, you know, just goes to show you. If you don't know what you're doing, don't do it at all.
0: Fire can't go through doors, stupid. It's not a ghost. I have a question. I have one question before we transition away from this topic. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to prime an oven?
2: dude i could not tell you like my dad like said it like wicked nonchalant like i know i was talking about a lot of times like my dad explaining stuff that he does in the kitchen he knows like he thinks i know what he's talking about 75 well yeah
0: our dads are we know what he's talking about
2: but like i don't know about you but like 75 percent of the time it's all news to me
0: i mean most of the time yeah if I have ever heard my dad tell a story where he goes in depth about a cooking method, I'm just like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, he'd be like, you gotta spray the pan
2: this way. And I'm like, huh? Oh yeah. 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 Okay.
0: I use this specific type of pan to cook this specific type of food for this specific way. And you gotta
2: angle it this way and you gotta make sure there's no water on this, this way. And the oven's gotta be preheat to this way. And the timer's gotta be set to God.
0: Then you got to do a loopy loop and pull, and then your shoes are looking good.
2: Breaking news. We have a special guest on the pod to tell us what it means to prime an oven.
1: It's too it's light. <laughs> it? So not, it's not called priming. An ladies oven and
2: gentlemen, Scotty Flay has joined the pod.
1: It's called preheating an oven.
2: To tell us how to prime an oven, because Billy wants to know.
1: But you don't prime it, you preheat it. So when, when this oven was a different type of oven, it's a, it's a very large oven.
2: So can you go further into how you prime it?
1: Well, I don't think I've ever done it, but you, you, you st- there's a starter, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, obviously an ignition switch for an oven that big, there's certain things sometimes you have to do to light an oven that big. I've never lit one that big, but a regular oven is you have to, you know, light the pilot, hold the pilot, make sure the pilot's lit then preheat it and then make sure the burner goes. And this one you had a, um, it's called priming it for some reason to start or to light the oven and it, and, it, and it lets the gas go into the oven. It's a very big space. But in this time, he didn't have the door open which you're supposed to do, he only had it open this much. So he had somehow jury rigged the, the, the starter to light it quicker than it was supposed to. So when he hit the starter switch, it it blew through probably a two inch or three inch line across the kitchen and knocked over um, two, three uh, hundred sheet pans. Just boom, went flying. They had a coating on the uh, prep bench with the heavy duty cutting board that all lifted up. And it was like a boom all through there. And then there was another person working and he came running out of the coolers the chef nelson and i was behind a thank god i was behind a big wall i came running around and his 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 he had a fleece like uh work shirt you know like like yeah. all on fire the side of his head was singed so i had to go <laughs> put him out and <laughs> make sure he was okay you
2: know when we started doing these segments we should just have the dad sell it because
0: that was way better than the way kyle told it
2: <laughs> because you know why I was there.
0: but <laughs> that's true you Not need lying.
2: to be commentating like food network challenges and shit who me yeah you're like the John Madden of like telling a story about food so wait Scotty you...
0: Scotty I haven't have you were
2: like the you. fire came out boom and this guy can't he got hit bam it and was, it
1: was <laughs> it was an actual event I've been to events yeah, like yeah that I would think I would life, hope so yeah I know I mean you it's it's real yeah Scotty
0: yeah. I have a question for you sure would you be willing to uh, be the guest judge of me and Kyle's hot dog eating contest we're doing?
1: Uh, I would love to be able to do that. Do they get what? I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what are your records? I oh, don't know. Oh, we've never done it before. Oh, no, we we've
0: never done it before. Okay. We're going to do it as a special for getting a certain amount of followers on our social media.
1: First of all, Billy, do you like hot dogs?
0: Yes. Yes, I do like hot dogs.
1: All, right. all beef, natural casing.
0: <laughs> however, however, they're presented to me. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. How about you, Kyle? How? Do you oh, grilled, cre- boiled, you know, grilled, steamed, grilled. Okay, microwave. No, no oh, microwave. Okay. Anything? Anymore. Never use
0: a microwave. Never use okay. a microwave.
1: Are there going to be odds on this? Because I'm because I want to. I'm. I might. I might uh, bet into this. I
0: mean, I don't think we have a book. I mean, we can find you a bookie if you want us to. My friends a bookie. We can. Oh no, no. I
1: know someone who knows someone who knows someone that knows a bookie. That. Scrub
0: it. We're scrubbing <laughs> it.
1: Um. So before you go ahead and do that, what's the world's record for hot dogs? And in- good question.
0: Seventy-two.
1: What did Joey Chestnut do over uh, Joey Bagodolans? What's his name? Uh, you had it right, Joey. Joey Chestnut, right? Joey. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Do they eat like thirty-six? Seventy-six. 76 in how many minutes?
0: I'm looking right now. 10 minutes.
1: Okay. So, what's going to be your guys' timeline? Good.
2: Well, we've never done it before. So, we'll
1: probably
0: five, I would imagine.
1: I'll say you should keep it to four minutes. Four minutes? I've seen you in an eating contest, Kyle.
0: Dude, wait, kidding. Scotty, can you tell us about Kyle's uh, past experiences with an eating contest?
1: Yes, I can, as a matter of fact. He challenged his cousin once to a um, pound hamburger eating contest at um, Bud Rockers up in um, Salem, New Hampshire. R.I.P. Right?
0: Rest in peace, with that Bud Rockers. Right?
1: Yeah, it got quite it uh, got quite interesting towards the end because we really thought that uh, Kyle was going to lose it. Man, he did. He did. Father- <laughs> Really Beat him did. out at the end, but I really did. The moral to the story is, on the way home, Josh got home and he ended up getting sick. On the way home, we stopped to get Kyle and ice cream, <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he uh, He's he didn't do it. He, he kept it large ice cream, for that matter. Um, so I mean, he came close to winning. So I, you kind of got to let them both win because if you can do that eat one of those big burgers and drive home and get an ice cream. All the power to you. My, my theory is that you guys should keep it to a two or three limit minute limit. And, you know, um, And I want to see what the line's going to be.
2: While we have you on. Uh, so last week, l- l- we'll let you go after this. Um, not because like you have to, because we want you to go. So last week, we talked about Nutella and how me and Billy or Billy and I hate Nutella. Do you like
1: Nutella? I do not, but I think it's a better uh, solution than some of the other ones. There's wild butter, sun butter that we use to serve. Um, you think that's better than sun butter? Well well, Nutella's got a lot more chocolate in it. It's a, it's more that's of what I'm a,
2: saying, it's it's a little nutty. Little to well, non nutritional value.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. But but Wild butter is made out of a uh, soy product, so it's a it's a protein, and it's a great replacement texture wise. You know, I mean, we used to serve tons of it. Texture wise, it's as close to peanut butter as you're going to get. Sun butter is a little more oily; it's a little more natural. Um, wild butter is out of Canada, so those are your choices. And I, I don't I don't like. Um...
2: You heard it here. You heard it here, guys. My dad hates Nutella, so yeah, Nutella I, sucks.
1: Mom likes Nutella. Your mother likes it.
2: Yeah, she was one of those giving me shit. She was one of the few that was giving me shit today. (laughs) But, all right, thanks.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: And to close out the podcast for you tonight after a wonderful impromptu segment, I couldn't have asked for that to go any better, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. Stir in the pot. Stir in the pot. Where we debate popular food topics because we can. Billy. Yes.
2: I, so I honestly, so for context, ladies and gentlemen, I picked this week's Stir in the Pot. I think you'll find this one very interesting. Because I was sitting there, I was sitting around, I usually like to think of them on my own. But this one, I was having a hard time. So I went online, I was like, crazy food, debates, right? This was one of the first ones I saw. Billy, is a Pop-Tart a ravioli?
1: No. Do you think it is?
0: <laughs> fucking no. I was waiting for you to be <laughs> like, I was waiting for your like however, convoluted scheme. Oh, however, God, there's a however. There's a however.
2: However, there is a however. I can see why people are dumb enough to think that.
0: All right, well, we're not out here to insult anybody's intelligence.
2: But... Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yes, we we don't discriminate on this spot.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about anyway, ravioli, I might actually. But...
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it's just not other than like it's has edges and there's a filling in the middle. It's I mean, you can Literally call it...
0: says on it it is a toaster pastry.
2: You can call it the cousin, the third cousin of the ravioli.
0: No, it's like the Alabama cousin.
2: Oh, Lord. Don't eat it. For the record, we love love Pop-Tarts. We will never discriminate Pop-Tarts as the Alabama cousin of the ravioli family.
1: (laughs) What a sentence. (laughs) What did I just say?
0: We will never discriminate pop tarts as the Alabama cousin of ravioli. <laughs> What's your
2: favorite flavor, ravioli? <laughs> oh fuck, pop tart! Oh no.
0: I personally, uh, so I think that's that. I personally think that this should be our stirring the pot. Like I, I really appreciate the fact that you wanted to bring as a pop tart ravioli to the stirring the pot. But I do believe that this is a more hot topic. Are you a fruit flavor filling guy or like the sweet frosting other sort of filling kind of guy in a Pop-Tart? The cinnamon ones? Yeah, like cinnamon brown sugar, cookies and cream. Oh,
2: no. Blueberry. I'm a big blueberry flavor guy. I crush blueberry Pop-Tarts. Strawberry too. Like I used to eat the cinnamon sugar ones a lot when I was a kid. And I, I just like grew out of them.
0: Like never like them.
2: They taste. They taste very bland to me. Now.
0: I'd eat them out of necessity more than I would eating them out of pleasure. I have never ever thought that a cinnamon brown sugar cinnamon pop tart is what I was craving.
2: Well, it's a co- I feel like it's a coincidence type of pop tart.
0: I fucking love strawberry pop tarts though. I will go out there and claim that strawberry pop tarts are a top ten breakfast food.
2: Well, yeah, pop tarts are top ten. A lot of old people eat the brown sugar ones. I had this thought. Now, this is a good... I want you to really think about this and think about texture here, right? Is it better to toast Pop-Tart brand Pop-Tarts or grocery branded Pop-Tarts? Do you know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean because the grocery brand ones have more of a chalkiness to them almost.
2: Well, grocery brand ones also sometimes don't have any icing on them.
0: Yeah, I, I know like what you me, mean.
2: If I'm eating a Pop-Tart for breakfast, I'm eating a grocery one with no icing on it. Because it's that, at that point, it would just be a tart. Same thing, Pop-Tart, pop out of the toaster. That's why they call them Pop-Tarts. We gotta look into the history of the Pop-Tart.
0: You know, that's that's an interesting take to the name, though.
2: I, like I said, texture. I will say, I think, of texture
0: when, I think that, personally... I attack you a lot, and... I wouldn't say a lot. A good amount. I do not think that I would ever willingly want to eat a grocery store brand unfrosted pup tart out of the toaster. Like, ever. I don't think that's ever crossed my mind of, I should do this.
2: Billy, you got? Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. What? Um, For inside context i can't say too much but do you know where the pop-tart was invented where grand rapids michigan
0: great city grand rapids michigan i'm
2: dead and uh bill post the creator of the pop-tart in grand rapids michigan so pop-tarts are like 57 years
1: old i guess happy birthday pop-tarts it's not their birthday can be no
0: so you really really though you'd rather a non-frosted toasted grocery store brand pup tart
2: Billy if there's a census of my diet on that people can take from this podcast I don't eat a lot of sugar
1: okay I mean
2: I don't eat a lot of
1: Why? why eat a pup tart at that point
2: because you like them. I mean, the is good, and they're quick and easy.
0: But the filling is just pure sugar.
2: And quick and easy, yeah. But you get why
0: are you sacrificing less sugar from the frosting part than the actual jam part? Like, what, like, what, what do you, what are you trying to prove? Who, who are you better than at that point? Excuse me. You heard me. I didn't stutter.
2: I. We are all equal. In, in this food world.
0: I think that an uh, unfrosted strawberry pup tart is uneatable. Any, not, any, any, any unfrosted pup tart. That's is not uneatable. true at
2: all. It's not uneatable. It's very eatable.
0: I used to, when I was a kid, I ate so many pup tarts. So, so many pup tarts. My big thing was when I went to go out into the snow and play with my sister or like my dog in the backyard, mm-hmm. I would come in. My mom always knew I'd have a pack of strawberry frosted Pop-Tarts in the toaster. Those motherfuckers were popped right out. When I popped right in, I dropped all my snow stuff at the door, put it on a little wire rack we had by the door. And I took a cold glass of milk, took my Pop-Tarts, sat my ass in front of the TV and watched whatever cartoon was going on at that time. That is like childhood core memory for me right there. So many winter's days in New England were spent Post-snow playing, eating warm Pop-Tarts, drinking cold milk, watching good cartoons.
2: You know what's a very good Pop-Tart to toast? S'mores.
0: Again, I'm just not a, like, sugar-filling, like, the frosting-filling kind of Pop-Tarts. I just don't like those.
1: Well, I mean, I gotta
2: be honest. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably the only one that I like.
0: Like, I know so many people that are going to be like, Bro, you're not going to put brown sugar cinnamon? I don't even think I'd put brown sugar cinnamon in my top three Pop-Tarts. I, this, is this, I swear to God, is like, have you ever heard of a Mandela effect? Mm-hmm. So, I could have sworn to God that I, at one point in my life, have eaten grape Pop-Tarts. And they just don't exist. Wait, really? Have you ever had a grape Pop-Tart? No. Have you ever seen a great Pop-Tart? No. I could have sworn that there at some point in life was a great Pop-Tart. And I swear I've only eaten it once. I have only gotten one box before in my life. And they don't exist.
2: Have they ever existed? Like, was it like a trial run?
0: They have great Pop-Tarts. They do have great Pop-Tarts, but they're not popular. Like, they're not. I'm looking at them right now. It was discontinued that makes sense then it was discontinued in oh my god
2: i just saw the wild wild it's just however you pronounce it pop tarts the wild berry ones oh my god
0: oh those were fucking fire with the blue frosting
2: yeah yeah purple frosting and the like the blue purple
0: blue yep yep
2: fucking oh my god maybe that's what we should do maybe we'll do like a pop tart challenge apparently
0: they were just discontinued in 2017
2: so that's very recent
0: they weren't popular at all apparently apparently it was like extremely unpopular i remember liking it bring back the great pup turn i might be the only person asking for that though
2: well you're the only one apparently that's added so
0: all right well Whether you like grape pop tarts, whether you like cinnamon, brown sugar, whether you like strawberry or blueberry, tonight for dessert, we're serving up pop tarts. Toasted if you want it. Frosted if you want it. Because here at My Dad's a Chef, everybody eats. So Kyle, let's give the people their dessert.
2: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening again. As always, we ask you to please like, rate, share the pod with those you feel inclined to. We're hungry. We know you're hungry. We all gotta eat. So let's eat. Thank you guys for listening. And as a disclaimer, our Dazu Chefs, we know we're talking about. Thank you guys.